0: Hey, Fred, you want to do a show? <laughs> do- I was waiting on you, sh- booty. Yeah, I had to use the bathroom. <laughs> you were the one constipated. Actually, I was not constipated. Uh, it is one of the positives to ha- not having a gallbladder, because I'm never constipated, because it just kind of runs through you because you can't process a lot of stuff. So, so like, it happens really fast. Like it a just- goat. <laughs> like a goat or like, you know, Coach Saber used to always say that they ran through our defense like dookie through a goose Poop through a goose. I'm playing like, for Yeah. Yeah, like poop through a goose. That is basic. I'm basically
1: a goose. So <laughs> No gallbladder equals loose booty.
0: Fred, like you're getting like <laughs> loose pause, bro. Booty. Like you
1: are like, We're not getting, shooting now. Bro, no,
0: you've been real nasty like all day though. Like yeah. gross like today man. Yeah, Yeah. he started it this morning, man. But this is cool. We haven't had a three-man show Mm -hmm. in a second. Um, I'm excited to have one. We've had, you know, Joey Badtail. um, That's not his name. Neo, um, as well. Since uh, Drew Robb. I think one of of the more impactful sit-downs and conversations uh, we've had. It was cool. He ended up sending a text message to myself and Alicia. uh, But DM that he got and the guy said I saw you share your story on the pivot I was anticipating or building up to kill myself I was trying to build up the courage and he's like you know it's sort of like what Drew said too though when you ask him that nothing was different about his day like it was the same this guy said he was surfing social media came across one of our clips he saw the clip and the fact that Drew had lived through his attempt and he decided to not take his life. I think that's a, you know, aside from the views or the entertainment value or what it could do for our brands or careers, like that's the reason we truly do the show and to have something like that happen from
1: something we've done is big. Cause we talk about Drew and you mentioned a guy talking about he started clipping to help save his life. Even most recently Neo, when he spoke about his biggest pivot you know, having a middle-aged white guy in the line when his, while his fan base is majority of uh, women, the guy got to the front and said, hey, your music saved my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's really just the power of that, but also the power of music and the power of our show. But even during the Neo sit down, he mentioned developing the love for music and the art, that passion and having a show where he would just rock out if we're only two people in the room, he will rock out. And we've admitted that when we first started the pivot, our goal was to just make a great show and great content. And we kept our eyes, or I kept my eyes on the views. But after a while, those, the views kind of come and go. It doesn't take away from the quality of the show or the content and the guests. And even now with what we're experiencing, I think the passion reinforces the, the commitment to keep continue to d- deliver. You know, cause that sometimes, man, I'm like, fuck, we gotta hop on this plane again and again. But I, I think about y'all and y'all grind, you know, what inside the NFL, all the jobs you got, Channing, with your hustle, what you're doing, what you're developing your cooking product, and you know, you just moving around, I gotta grind equally, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's the show, man, that drives me.
2: I would say I've told people that before when they come up to us and they talk about like, hey, this affect me, that affect me. Or even people that come and put me to the side and be like, hey, you know, the stuff you were talking about with your wife, like me and my wife tried it. And I, you know, And it's funny to me. What you, what you putting your hand in there? But I'm just because listen, we're, let me finish. Channing,
0: but we're talking about the show influencing I'm say, people that's what I'm in, saying. A, in a
2: manner outside of the bedroom. But what if I could, what if I could help a marriage? What if for the last three, four years, they would just lay them on top of each other sweating?
1: And that's why I brought Nobody up wants up, to yeah.
2: lay up on top of nobody's sweat. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I was getting to a point for you, hard, hard, my ass. Continue. But, the impact of lives. That's what I was getting after, like, y'all talking about. Bro, the impact of lives, I tell people all the time when they're like, Dallas Baker, play with him at Florida. You play with DB in, mm-hmm. uh, in, in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Where he's a coach now, he's like, I make my players watch your show. And, like, that's what makes me, the views and all that stuff, the mo- monetizing and all the business side of this, bro. When people walk into me and say that you affected my life with us homeboys sitting down, talking to a person that's sitting down with each other, like, that's the thing that really makes me smile, that really makes me appreciate what we do.
1: You know, he said his wife and, and, and all of that, they help people. That's why I wanted to ask about the question. The do's and don'ts in the bedroom. Like, yeah. what are your do's or your don'ts? Like me, I got to make sure the toy charged up. Mm-hmm. And a don't is, like, I can't brush my teeth before because the menthol in the my, I don't know TMI. If it's,
2: I don't know if it's menthol. That's in
1: a cigarette. But what's in the toothpaste? That's mint. 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 Life. So it's, it, it might sting. It depends on what you, you're going to do. You use menthol? Because if you're going to kiss a lot, you want to brush it. <laughs> Sorry about that. I digress.
0: Hey, man. Hold up. Let me Take a stomach it. I father here to witness it. Get my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling get me up. Want uh, to miss you get me up. Uh, know me I got the key. Uh, only I can trust. Uh, trust. Let me listen. to me cap in it. I father here to witness it. Get my people feeling militant. Uh, when I'm feeling get me up. Want uh, to miss you get me up. Uh, hey man, it's October. Uh breast cancer awareness. There's so many people who have been affected. Our show has been affected personally with our super producer alicia zubakowski so it's always something we want to support always something we want to bring awareness to and those like quincy williams and Quinnen williams and so many others that bring attention to breast cancer awareness and the families that deal with it we want to continue to support them as well i think you know you're talking about influence I, i truly believe we don't understand how large or how big our influences can be and that's whether it's our Opportunities to do radio shows, or we're doing podcasts, or we're doing network TV. We're, you know, calling games for the prospective teams we've played for, or even our social medias. You know, you look at recently, there's been sort of a back and forth between Quincy Avery, who's Deshaun Watson's quarterback coach, and Brady Quinn. Uh, Brady Quinn was just saying some things about Deshaun Watson as far as his play, which I think is in bounds. Um, That's part of his job. Part of his job is to analyze college football. He's a commentator there, but he's a dude that was drafted by the Cleveland Browns and was trash in the first round, you know? And so he understands when a quarterback isn't playing well, because it's all he knew as a professional. And so he says that Deshaun Watson isn't playing well, or feels entitled, or getting a certain amount of money has cost... Whatever, that, 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 that's an opinion, right? That, that's yes. not necessarily, let's watch the film and say why Deshaun Watson isn't playing well. He's guessing as to a man's character or personality, which he's done before. He did the same thing with CJ Stroud. You know, I'm just waiting for a quarterback of a different paint job to be attacked from a character perspective by Brady Quinn. Um, mm. But to in that back and forth, to say in one of the tweets, How about we uh, massage this conversation and come to a happy ending? Sounds satisfactory, question mark. One, when you put yourself in certain positions as Deshaun Watson, these things are going to happen. They're going to be the fans that never let it go. There's going to be the people that oppose it, that believe you are guilty of what you were accused of, that always see you in that light. I do believe as professionals, we have to attempt to move past that if we're going to analyze the game. Because people look to us for a certain thing. Now, I understand when it gets personal, even in joking, that there could be repercussions and consequences to that when you look at myself and Tua. You know, I make the joke about them. I didn't necessarily mean it in that manner. But I had to apologize, because if somebody receives something in a certain way, then I have to be accountable for that. In Brady's situation, he's just being a dick. Yeah. Um, and now bringing light or putting attention onto something that has nothing to do with football. When you hear something like that, Chan, or you see these things going on on social media, what are some of your thoughts on those sorts of situations?
2: I believe that there's a there's a form of entertainment. And you just said it. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I understood with the tour thing and you, It was a joke, but I know you, like, it was a joke. And then we saw that people got upset, the fallout Mm -hmm. from it. So you say, okay, you apologize. And as a man, I love what, what, uh, when we talked about it, and Fred was like, I respect you as a man for saying sorry, because that's something that a man, a lot of immature people don't do. They stand on their point and all that stuff. But your comment wasn't a legal issue. So I would say with Brady, like, there is no, and it's very passive aggressive. Right. And, For sure. And very passive aggressive you, you, with that. You got to read it and then know that
0: this is the situation. And he's talking about a certain quarterback. So saying these things is a poke or, in some sort of way, uh, a a way to speak
2: negatively on Deshaun. About the man. Would he he have worded it the same way with Kirk Cousins? Would he have worded it the same way with Baker Mayfield? And and,
0: and, and you got to understand,
2: too, people are going to say
0: on the other side of that, I have to cut you off, people on the other side are going to say, well, Baker Mayfield and Kirk Cousins didn't do or weren't accused of what Deshaun Watson was.
2: But why, and I'm going to say the legal side of it Mm -hmm. is what gets me, and why would you bring that in the the analyzing? Mm -hmm. You're an analyst. Brady's on the—he's on the the Saturday morning. Uh, what is the big big noon kickoff. kickoff and all this stuff? Like from that side, why would you bring those legal issues into it? And I understand, and it—I see the the humor in it. I'm not gonna lie, I see what he was trying to do, the wordplay and all. But now you're bringing back up the situation and almost making a young man look bad. And that's the thing I always tr- never try to do. I will joke with people. I joke more than anybody in the world, but I never malicefully joke with malice. And that's the whole thing. And I think that's the line. And I said, Brady comes on my radio show all the time. I respect Brady as an analyst, but now I think you cross the line when you start trying to undercut a man and question, even with the massage thing, and I'll say this, the questioning about he's not playing because he got paid, that's bigger. The massage thing, we all know the story. But to question, oh, he got his money, now he don't want to play. Now you're questioning his drive to be successful, his drive to work, his drive to help his team. Now you're telling his teammates he's not playing because he's rich. That's the thing that got to me more than the play on words of the massage stuff, is that don't question a man's drive for what his job is. And the whole thing about everybody cleared Deshaun and he's this, he's out of the coach protocol. Can you play? People ask me, that, are you good to play? And they say, no, I'm not good to play. You ain't good to play? You good. Sit down. Right. Sit down. Like, so as an athlete, if you're comfortable going out there with some of the top athletes in the world and performing and doing your job, and I ask you, are you good, and you say no, I'm going to respect that. His team respects that. Why can't Brady respect that?
1: I just want to add, 2024, first of all, it was an awful take. You know, it was insensitive. I think it was somewhat of a personal shot, and uh, Brady won't apologize for it, but you know, I, I, I'm trying to figure out though, man, uh, in 2024, um, these analyst takes. 2023 or 2023? Two 2023,
0: 2023
1: okay. I apologize. I'm way ahead. You know, analysts are looking for like the hottest takes. Like, I, I find an issue with how they try to formulate and create these unforgettable takes and punchlines. And a lot of it is um, disrespectful in some sense. I remember the time, let's say you take a Stuart Scott, the Chris Berman's and all these people that would just talk about the athletes, they would highlight them. It seems like people are finding personal angles and carrying it over into the sport. And it's um, it's disrespectful, it's unprofessional in my opinion, but even more so, the networks are allowing it. And is that because it's 2023 and Everything we see on social media is just everyday jargon. It's just all BS. And they sort of just lump it all up in the same ball of bullshit. And it's, it's 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 free game. So um Brady's doing what a lot of other people, uh the the chick Kimberly, she mentioned Kimberly something. Martin. She spoke about Micah and Dak being home, like like these personal attacks, it seemed more of a personal attack, attack. I don't know if the networks are gonna check it, no. but it, it's crazy because people, people kind of gravitate towards the drama on social media and, it, and, it, and, it, and it, dri- it drives ratings, it drives BS, to, yeah. but it's just kind of, back in the day would be considered a bad look. Kind of like on social media where you have the chicks just walk around, every other page or scroll is somebody in a bikini. Remember the days when you you were fully dressed? You know what I'm saying? Like, remember the days when uh being an analyst was, let's get creative, let's do really do our research, not just take the easy way out and tax somebody from a personal have a personal jab. I think with Brady, it was a personal jab. It wasn't great analyst work. Uh and I I don't I'm not gonna say he owed Deshaun an apology, but I think it was just uh insens- insensitive and very immature.
0: Yeah, I think the You know, this one is is different for me in the sense that Brady and I have had our conversations uh, when it came to the C.J. Stroud thing. And I think a lot of the times, like the the thing I I try to stay out of is analyzing the way someone analyzes football. I don't want to say you've done your job well. I mean, you have done. I never want to say you did. You have the wrong opinion, because in truth, your opinion is based in your effort and your work. So I'm never going to disrespect a man by challenging his opinion on a sport that he played. Um, I think it's when it, when it gets past that for me, like my, my thing was always, I can never judge a man's intent. Because you haven't rushed for 100 yards in five weeks and maybe you got paid in the offseason, I'm not going to say that Fred Taylor doesn't want to continue to be one of the best rushers in the game because now he's rich. I don't know if, you, if you're if you hampered. I don't know if your O-line isn't opening things up for you. If you aren't getting plays called for you the same way, if they're stacking the box. Now, if I say that, then that's that's good analyst work. Right. Fred plays for a team with no number one receiver. This team has eight in the box. They can get single high. They got to throw them out of that first. That's analyzing the Great game, work. right? But if I say to you, oh, you got paid, and now you don't want to play, I'm judging your intent. Now, when I look at Deshaun Watson, I can be honest. I don't believe he's playing well. I don't believe he's played well since he's been with the Cleveland Browns. I believe if you're Andrew Berry, you're starting to question yourself and say, okay, did I make the right decision here? Because in order to acquire Deshaun, the first thing you had to do was believe in the man. Right. And I think that was the part that took work, dealing or understanding what he was dealing with. The thing you never had to convince yourself of, what if, if he was the same guy we've always known from Clemson, And if he was the dude that played in 2020, I did not have to convince myself about the player. And now, because he set out, I think you're trying to figure out, he finally plays well against the Titans. You're trying to figure out, okay, is this our guy? Then he comes back against Indy, gets hurt. You don't put him back in the game. It's some chatter about why or why not. So that's, that's that piece of it. But you can analyze that. I can say, well, he set out over a year, and you can say those things. Now where it gets to a point for me, and I can be honest, I do believe, I do believe the difficult part for Brady here is that race does come into play. Because it's going to seem as a white man who is analyzing football is questioning the work ethic Mm -hmm. of a black player, right? Which we all can't do because we can't put ourselves in Deshaun's place. But I think to take it to the massage thing and make a joke, I think when, when Brady Quinn makes a joke about the massage situation and accusations, it's disrespectful on many levels. It's one, it's disrespectful to the women who are involved in that situation. Yeah. If they have been through what you're suggesting they've been through, because to make that joke, it seems as if you're criticizing Deshaun or putting him in that place of being wrong. So if he is wrong, then there's someone who had to be wronged in that situation. And so now it's disrespectful to those young ladies. On the other side, it's also disrespectful to Deshaun Watson in the sense that it hasn't been proven he's done any of these things. And so now, as someone who is respected as doing their job with a certain level of professionalism, which he told me on the phone when we talked about CJ Stroud and casting aspersions on his character as well, right, he does. And I do think he's good on TV. And so now this is... Where there's smoke, there's fire. And I'm going to be honest, I don't pay attention to him enough to know how he critiques the character of white quarterbacks. So maybe there is times where he's casting aspersions on them as well. But I know this is two black quarterbacks. And I think that's the problem. When you start to do your job by assessing the character of the man, right? not the success or production of the player. And we can't do that when we do our job. And it's really getting to a point of being disrespectful for Brady.
2: To Fred's point, I think everything now, you need to be more colorful. Because you're saying it, and we know it. You don't want to hear it's a four shell, you can't throw three deep and 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 all that stuff like that. And to
0: make Fred's point, this started with, and Dan Lebertard said this. Dan Lebertard is one of the greatest at his job. Dan Lebertard said he blames this on the debate show. Right because the debate show and the Stephen A's and the skips and all of those shows they are more hot takes show There are more macro shows than the micro of the X's and O's.
1: You might you have a fucking amazing memory Did Stephen A ever say anything um, about James Harden because I've heard him comment the correlation between what uh brady said about the massage and steve i'm not but Stephen a saying about james and the strip clubs and getting paid
0: he does bring up James.
1: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: This hardens off-the-court um, interest, per se, the fact that he does like strip clubs or that they talk about having jerseys retired in strip clubs What's the as, to, as to why it would hurt him on the basketball court, because if you're doing this, then you can't be totally focused on this all the time, which I feel is wrong. So what's I, the I don't difference feel, in
1: both those takes?
0: I don't think there's a big difference in, in those part. takes. I think, I think the biggest difference for me is if we're talking about the legality of a situation, if civil lawsuits and if investigations have been done on a certain thing and people could have been harmed. One, if people were harmed, you never want to make light of that. That's not a joke. The, insens- right?
1: the insensitivity, the insensitivity of, it. of
0: it. And then it's also, too, it's the scrutiny or the criticizing of someone who wasn't accused of these things and treating them as if they were based on a joke. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, like, that's not funny to me nor entertainment.
2: And it's funny you say that, the funny thing. The funny thing, if you're trying to be funny, why bring up legal stuff? There's a quarterback inaccurate. He was 18 and 42. That's lame. Man, Sam Howe was was as accurate as Charles, uh, Ray Charles, at archery range, and it's just funny. He's a blind man shooting a bow and arrow. He ain't gonna hit shit. Like the funny of it, you do it all the time. You yeah. have all the little one-liners and all that stuff. Like, and that's where media is going. There's the 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 analyst side of things now. You talking about hot takes? Hot takes are saying exactly what you could say with numbers, and saying it in a creative, fun way. It's why homeboy Swagoo, he does things in creative, fun way. The creative, fun way is what the media is turning to. Mm-hmm. It's why I have jobs. Yeah. To be honest, creative, fun way to say the same shit a lame motherfucker can say it. But you can't attack the legal side. You can't. You can't hit on that. And that's the thing. I think people draw the line. And that's where like awful announcing. And there's some things yeah. that do it where every day everybody has takes and they try to make them as creative as possible. But you have to walk that line. All of us have to walk that line of creative, disrespectful, hurtful, and just trying to make the same point in a creative way. And, and then, Brady, that he went too far well, I mean, relating the, a legal trial that yeah, affects people's and, lives and, and that, to football. And, and that part was
0: like the interaction between him and Quincy, right? So, so that wasn't, to me, part of his analy- analysis. But we also have to realize that doing this job, When we talk about sports, everything is a part of our analysis. And and I've told y'all, I've recently had to learn that for myself, that the one-off joke about Onyx that I used to be able to say whenever I wanted to, I can't anymore. Yeah. Right? Because now people look to me for a certain level of professionalism and it's like, and I get it for everything. Like this week, early on in the week, Jonathan Allen clicks out. He got a do-rag on, some sunglasses. He got on the chain. And I was like, you think a dude with a do-rag on that don't have no ways care about your question and professionalism? Because it's a joke to me. Yes. But then I got brothers, right? Black men. Yeah, you see, you sitting up there laughing with the white man, talking about the black men. And, and it really wasn't that. It was like, I was having fun because it wasn't really that serious. But you gotta worry about those things. And like, I got the do rag
2: joke. Yes, I thought it was funny. It was I, funny. I thought I did well. But whoever, it's not who takes it right. It's how they take it. It's, it's how it. they take it. But it's who
1: takes it wrong.
2: I was fine with it. But there's a, there's a mother black. Like, and it like is, you but said, it, but but
1: that's not RC's job to worry about no. that. Yes, no, it is.
2: It no, is. No, it, it is, is. It's actually well, what my job. Saying
1: but it
0: is. Because to what extent? To this extent is that you don't, you don't change yourself. Like I Channing always talks about not caring about what people think of him. I'm not to that point. I do care in some senses that I'm understood. Right? Like I won't, like you can not like me. I don't care if you don't like me. I just don't misunderstand me. Like don't say I'm this and I'm that, and that's why you don't like me when I'm not those things. Now, if you call me straight up and you say no, I don't like that such a life I don't need you right like that's but in our jobs right we are actually presenting a product to the consumer and so now I can't care about the minority but if a majority of people feel a certain way and I don't want them to feel that way then it is my job or if a majority of people are like we love the way you do this job then that's good for me to, you know so you don't change who you are but it's like I'm not finna get paid if people don't like how I do my job. They don't have to like me, but I have to be good at my job. And you know, like with was so much stuff going on. It's just difficult.
1: Nah, I know we need to move on, but to the extent of the majority, how do you draw the line between what's majority and what's minority? Because you want to yeah, say what you want to yeah, say. Yeah, I, I
0: don't think you can. I, I don't. I don't think you can. I think that comes. I think that comes more from from peer review than anything, right? Like, so for me, it's every field I'm on Monday night there ain't a person that doesn't, walk up, that doesn't walk up to me or go out of their way that's involved in this game to tell me how much they love what I do. Like, that's what matters to me. Like, the one-offs and stuff like that, like, I don't want to be thought of as malicious in any way in anything I do, you know? I had a situation this weekend, like, I barely talk about Russell Wilson because they're not very good. Right. I had a take this weekend, they asked me about him last week, and I was like, you know, he's just not very good at football anymore. Like, he's not what he once was and everybody's like, oh, you got something personal with him. And I had to text the social media people. I was like, look, man, the last two times I talked about Russ was is like twice in the last three weeks. Y'all put those things up with, like, eyeballs and take a piece of the quote. I was like, I do too much good stuff, mm-hmm. too many things that I've found in the posters that have been viral clips for y'all to not be able to find one of them. It
1: was back right? to that hot take. Right, but exactly. What so drives. we had that
0: conversation. And, like, you know, they think even now, the hot take is Dwight Howard. Mm. Right? Hot and, take. Wow. And, and you look you know, funny. But I mean hot you gotta take. It, it's hot. They, but they accused him of taking something. Yeah, but like I think though, like that, that goes to the legality. Like that, that is so far that a man is accusing Dwight Howard of forcing himself upon them. And it's one thing, and I can be honest, I'm gonna talk about my life. Like in the sports world, that's been rumored forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like that has been something that people have said about Dwight Howard and not something that I would utter publicly because I have—I didn't have proof of it. And so now when you're put in this situation where you have proof and Dwight Howard has to admit to having these uh, relationships with, with men, how does that make you feel about the times you heard it and you were like, nah, that ain't it? <laughs>
2: It's a bunch of people out there that you hear might be homosexual. I honestly don't care. No, it doesn't. It's not a big thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's the funny thing about this. I'm more concerned with the legal side of it. What did he, did, did he force himself upon? It? Is there assault in this case? I'm never surprised when somebody's homosexual. I'm, I wouldn't see anybody I know, my homeboys, I'll never be surprised. That's the funny thing is that people are so surprised, like, oh, he has sex with men. She has sex with women. She has sex with women. He has sex with men. He has sex. I don't give a damn if nobody has sex with anybody if it's not my wife. Like, that's the funniest thing about this whole thing. I'm more worried about the legal side of it than that. And I've heard the same rumors. We've heard rumors. There's a bunch, and I don't like to spread rumors. There's other athletes that people think are gay that might be gay that might not come out, that can't come out and all. Because I think nowadays there's a more progressive thought. Yeah. But in the past, everything was kept quiet. So, there are other athletes that you've heard rumors about. But if that comes to fruition or not, I don't care about that side. I care about the legal side of it. And with Dwight Howard, it's cra- and the story. Let's be honest. I'm not saying it's not. The story's crazy, and you're taken back when shit happens now. But when you find out someone's gay, it's like when I found out people in my family are gay. Or oh, and it's like, oh, oh, John likes boys? Damn, I didn't know that. It doesn't hit me like I think it hits the world. I'm not, I, I don't know if that's me or not. It does not hit me like I think it hits the world.
1: No, I'm with you on everything, Chan, uh, minus the legal side. I don't really care about that side either. If you wrong somebody, then you wronged them. Like that's, I don't agree with it, but if that happened, then you should suffer whatever consequences yeah. that come with that. If I could say anything, it's hopefully he's free now. Hopefully, he can go forward and live his life however he, he want to live his life. If this is what you've had in the closet and what you've been trying to protect, you know, from a, a character standpoint, you know, now that it's out there, go, go live your life. You know, what else is society gonna say after this initial shock?
0: The reason to me it's um, a topic is whether, like we're, like, we're talking about a man's freedom His freedom is to live his life how he wants to. Right, and and if that freedom for him was to be able to do this in the privacy of his own home, I believe he's entitled to that freedom. And to me, that's what the legal side of this takes away from it. Whether or not he wanted to tell us or tell his family in a certain way, or tell his close friends, or never tell anybody at all and die with this, that's his right. Mm-hmm. To me, like, that was always the issue I have, is like, so what, who he likes? Well, I think it was Lorenz Tate and Method Man have both been in their relationships with their wives for a very long time. And, you know, both obviously handsome, successful brothers that have had these long marriages without scandal. And they ask them, okay, how did you continue to keep your marriage strong through all of the things and the pitfalls that could come from celebrity? And the first thing they said was, we kept our relationship private. And it, it's not necessarily sharing if I'm heterosexual or homosexual, like it doesn't, pansexual, whatever it is, it doesn't matter who you love, It's it matters how the person I love and I want to conduct our relationship. Mm-hmm. What is best for us? And so now if you're Dwight Howard, I do believe this makes it more difficult because it's Everybody was whispering, now everybody's going to be pointing the finger publicly.
2: Whisper, not a yelling. Now they're yelling.
0: And it's also, too, I, I believe, I know you say, like, the legal part doesn't matter. I actually believe it does. Because I also believe, whereas in some situations, you, we, in some situations, we look at it like, yeah, I don't care who you love. You shouldn't, right? But it's also, if it were a woman who felt she was wronged in that manner, or felt that she was assaulted in a way that, you know, it had to be accusations made and investigations done, you, I, all of us, if we found out she was wrong, we would support that. We would support her in saying, listen, you should advocate for yourself. And so, like, in this situation, this young man, whether he's wronged or not, I don't know, if he truly is, like, we actually should be supporting that he's seeking to find a way to be whole or for justice to be served. And I think that's what makes it sort of a twisted or difficult situation for us to get into because it's like we say to ourselves, how does a man be assaulted in this way? Right.
1: No, I just wanted to clarify because I, if I said it didn't matter, it was to the extent of like it's not my concern. I, I do understand there's two parties involved yeah. and it matters to uh, if someone was wrong yeah. or someone was falsely accused. So in that yeah. sense, certainly it matters. But my point was initially, uh, look, I'm not concerned with the outcome. Yeah. Because if, if it was bad on this side, then it should be whatever punishment it is. It should be warranted, and if it was uh, accusation or false accusation on the other side, then it should if, if, be warranted if over Dwight there. If Dwight
0: Howard took it, bro, that's that's an issue. That's no, an issue. Ba- and and, the, white, yeah, that's and, and issue,
2: the white, big as hell. Yeah, he, that's shouldn't, a, that's yeah. he shouldn't be touching no damn body if they don't want to be touched. Point, yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah, to my what point. Whatever. Yeah.
1: whatever. If, if but, that's the case, Channing. Yeah. Go do that time. Yeah. Put the motherfucker That's it. That's it.
2: Michael Sam. Yeah underachieving defensive end drafted late. But we, we talked about him, and we all know who I said when I said the name. Michael Sam's a very general name because he was a homosexual, and that was the story. With well, Carl Nassim, he's not Max Crosby. He's not Miles Garrett. We know his name because he's homosexual. It's the world that makes the homosexual stories mean something because everybody's taken back by him. Another second round, seventh round, another defensive end that's not very good, like a Michael Sam, a six-round defensive end. His name is never talked about on any sports show because he's heterosexual. We make this a big deal about people. The Dwight Howard thing, the story should be he might have assaulted somebody, not he might have assaulted somebody that's a male. We're funny about this as a human race, to be honest.
0: Well, you know why, though? Right, and if you're walking down the street right now and two men are holding hands, you don't look at it in any sort of way because you now see it so often. It's in, it's in movies, it's in everyday life, like you, I mean, we all, I'm not gonna say we all, like my cousin has been gay since I, since I was able to put eyes on him and I love him all the same and he threw the best Mardi Gras parties mm-hmm. and I went to every single one of them, right? And if you go to that party, it's the people that come as a couple that's man and woman, that's the only people that's heterosexual. Oh, it's gonna be some gay people yeah, at a gay and, there. Yeah, and, like that doesn't matter. But, no problem. but that's but that's society, that's not locker rooms. Yeah. It's it's the same way that we could constantly say, hey, it's it's okay that a black quarterback could play that position, but it was it's it's a thing because it was unfamiliar. Right? And so now because in locker rooms that's unfamiliar, because the Carl Nassibs, or what was the guy that played for Jacksonville, Freddie T, that eventually, there's a guy played for Jacksonville in post-career, a Polynesian guy. Uh, was man. it the coach? It was Polynesian, maybe so, but Polynesian guy. But, you know, now there's an active coach in the league. And so it's starting to become more commonplace, but I do believe until it is, and it's not that it's not fully accepted, until the people who are gay, feel comfortable enough that they can live and be themselves fully all the time. When it happens, there's going to be a push to make it a narrative or a push to make it a story for two reasons. The first reason is the unfamiliarity of it. The uh, second reason is the people who want to make it more familiar, the people who want it to be accepted, as it should be accepted. The people who want the Carl Nassibs of the world, the Michael Sams of the world, to be in some way championed, but more so be supported, so the next person that sees them, if they want to be public, right, that the familiarity of the Michael Sams and the Carl Nassibs now make them more comfortable with being themselves. And so I think that's why it's a story. But the story with Dwight Howard is simply like the means in which you went about doing what you were attempting to do. And if you have wronged someone, that is a problem. Say, bro, I got so many jobs, dog. And I feel like I'm getting around here, getting chunky. And shoot, ain't ain't no time to meal prep. I'm on the road. I can't just grab food anywhere. So it's either starve or these suits gonna be tight. So man, I had to go to factory meals, bro, and just try to find a way where I can get these meals prepped. They're, they're never frozen. Two minutes and you're ready to eat. And that's what
2: I've had to do, man, just to keep going this season. Yeah, I know I'm fine. I get compliments all the time. I can't eat all that fast food, but I don't have time to go to the grocery store, do the chopping and the prepping and all the cleanup. So you know what you get? Meals that can be made in two minutes, fresh, never frozen meals. That's my direction I'm going in now. Gotta stay healthy.
1: RC, I can say this. If you get fat, that's on you. Cause with Factor, you can get whatever you want to get. 34 different varieties a week. Look, you can eat, you can eat some good stuff. I'm bougie. I get the gourmet uh level. I need the gourmet level. I need my truffle butter. Factor got everything. I got broccolini. If you get fat, that's on you, brother. Hey,
0: listen, you can head to factormills.com slash thepivot50 and use the code thepivot50 to get 50% off. That's code thepivot50 at factormills.com slash thepivot50 to get 50% off.
1: I have a story, right? And at the end of the day, for me, um, it's about people. Like if someone choose to live their life this short time we have here the way they fucking want to do it just fucking let them right and it's a fight within to try to compete with the stigmas or the perceptions of society like i'm supposed to be this way well not everybody's born that way quick story real quick i hired my tax person named brad i used to get emails i saw i saw brenda on the emails a lot Mm -hmm. and i thought it was brad's uh, wife So uh, one time, just to make sure I'm being transparent and handling business, I'm like, hey, I got an email from Brenda and um, uh, he was, at the time, he said, uh, uh, Fred, I I wanted to tell you, but I was afraid that it would affect our business relationship and And started crying.
0: Transitioning.
1: He was was transitioning and started crying. I'm like, yo, you don't have to ever worry about that with me. I say that the biggest thing for me is gonna be me getting used to calling you Brenda, mm-hmm. I say for now, for starters, let me call you B, mm-hmm. right? And that's how it started. But now, you know, I, I call her, I call her Brenda, mm-hmm. and it's just a full-fledged, really good business relationship we have developed. A friendship. She saved me a shit ton of money over <laughs> the years, and she does her work. She, she's a fucking human, and I think that's what humans should worry about: humanity and and and, and in the lives of others. And I could turn this into politics and what's going on in the Middle East. But all I know is I love human and I care about people. I don't understand it whatsoever. But I do understand that a lot of lives are being lost. And as a human being that loves on other human being, like, let's just fucking find a way to love each other and and look out for each other and mind your fucking business.
2: Fred, who is Brad, who is the CPA? Yeah, tax. Brad, Brenda, whoever the fuck. You know why you love you love her, him? Save you money. Do his goddamn job. Nah, that, that ain't why. If the why. White Howard... The, the, no, But Fred, the, the thing just, is, because it it's a person. No. Fred, it's a I don't person, give a it's fuck. a person, but your CPA is supposed to do a goddamn job. If a person... If White Howard could still lead the league in rebounds, I don't care who he dates. Go out there and lead the league in rebounds. He's old now. But what if he can't? It doesn't does, matter does it who he's having sex with. Does it change No, your opinion? I'm saying it doesn't matter who you have sex with. When it when like it, it shouldn't matter your sexual preference with your with business partners, do what they're supposed to do. Like be that business partner, be family. that CPA. If it's family, Friends, that's, my home girl. that's my homegirl, that's my homeboy. I don't care who they're having sex with. They're cool with me, we're cool with them. We're about to go fishing, we're about to have a beer. It doesn't matter. And that's what I know it's easy to say, but that's the difference, is that. People look at folks different because of who they have having sex with. It's, that's the problem. Yeah, I don't care go, who the, you have sex the with. The
0: other piece of it is, too, Fred, and I know you said, you know, like, just love people, but everybody doesn't just love people. There are so many things in life that come into play, whether it's politics, whether it's sexual orientation, whether it's uh, skin color those things come into play. And when you talk about people being able to be comfortable enough in their own skin to share certain things with you or to fully be their authentic selves, think about coming from Georgia, and I came from New Orleans, you come from Florida, and I went to Catholic schools and those different things. Think about the way your parents or your loved ones told you to behave differently when you were around them. Correct. When they told you, you won't be fully accepted as who you are, that you had to talk a certain way, or you had to move a certain way, or you had to assimilate in a certain way, it was because of the fear of not being accepted, because that wasn't what was familiar to people. And so I think it's the same exact thing when we are talking about a Dwight Howard or anybody else, that it's I'm doing something that isn't familiar or something that people don't necessarily accept fully or everyone doesn't accept fully. So I do need to hide parts of myself. And I think that happens at the micro level in so many places in this world. And it's it's difficult for people to just overcome those stigmas. And I know you mentioned what's going on in Palestine. I think. You know, Hamza Chemaev, who fought this weekend, Islam Akchev, who fought this weekend. You know, they understand the more religious side of it. Right. And they spoke about the fact that there are babies being killed. I think that's something, to me, that is something that's universal. Right. That children in no time, like, parents shouldn't bury children, period. I don't care what your beef is, I don't care what your argument is, I don't care what the disagreement is when babies are being carried by their parents, lifeless, I can't imagine any feeling worse than that. And so I think that like those are the things that make that situation so difficult for everyone, but then so easy, right? The easy part is that's wrong. Mm -hmm. The difficult part is the years of conflict that went into that. And so now when you hear people mention it, and you see celebrities or whatever it is try to lend a voice to it, it's such a very difficult situation because there are two sides who believe they have been wronged mm-hmm. in uh, different ways. Well, fellas, we're back with DraftKings, and they want our picks. My pick is easy. There's a matchup between Jayville and Pittsburgh,
1: and you already know I'm going with the black and the gold. And my pick is easy. You already know, other than these colors that represent the pivot, I don't like nothing in Pittsburgh. So I'm going with Jacksonville.
2: But fellas, is going down to Dallas. I think Dallas is going to take that
0: one. Yeah, I mean, you look at this, it's about our picks. My pick is definitely going to be right because we know when those two teams match up, who's going to be victorious. Make your picks too on DraftKings. And that's our picks. Now back to the show. Like we have to close, man, but I do have something that's a little bit lighter. And I wanted to ask y'all about it because we got to be really quick. Some chicks got together and put out a list of places you can't go on first date. Right? I'm not paying. Yeah, you paying. But it I'm was paying. like, bro, it was like, but they had cheese. I can't take you to Cheesecake Factory. I'm paying. You paying? The fuck, you got a list? They had a list. You can't take me like to no hangouts. I think it was like Waffle House is one of them. Like I kind of respect Waffle House. One of them was to get drinks. You can't go on a first date to get drinks. Uh, That's the goal. Enough, enough, I'm just trying to tell you.
2: Feed your greedy ass.
0: But. They got together. It's, it's a long list, too. It's more than, like, 20 things or, like,
2: 20 things of things you cannot... Places you can't go for a first date. And I am... Per- it's on me. my it's tab. on you. And you're going to tell me where to pay to take you. And I'm driving. Yes. yes. So I'm paying for gas. I'm paying for the meals, drinks, whatever. Yep. You, you're not pulling your ragged-ass, dust-ass wallet out. You're going to tell me why I can't take you? Yeah. Man, you kiss my fucking ass. I'll tell you that much. You talking about the Cheesecake Factory, girl. You know how it done. Because she's talking about she's not getting out of the car.
1: <laughs>
2: I would have called the police. And <laughs> said she was trespassing? I would have said, she's not getting out of my vehicle, sir. <laughs> you need to get her out of my car with your big greedy ass. Get out of my car. I don't understand. Man, that, that, that you made, me hot. Did you see the other lady, dude invited a
0: chick to go have drinks. And she proceeded to eat 48 oysters. Uh-huh. And then after eating 48 oysters, she opened up the menu and go, mm. That, and she was slurping them too, Paul. Yeah. Like, it was disgusting. And then she opened the menu like, OK, what I'm going to order now? And the dude went to the bathroom and never came back. And then he hit her with the, because he invited her out for drinks. Then he hit her with a text and say, look, shoot me the drink receipt so I can make sure to pay for the drinks, because that's what I invited your greedy tail out to do anyway. <laughs> Freddie T, do you feel like, do you feel like that has to be a discussion before the date? Like, all right, look, I am paying for these old fashions or these Moscow mules you won't drink, but I ain't paying for nothing else. So if you slurp 48 nasty ASS oysters, that is on your dime. And then if she still come, we supposed to be cool. But Freddie T, if she's sitting across from you and she go ham on 48 of them, then try to order a a, a filet, Pittsburgh medium,
2: that's the best do you way have, to
1: have the right to leave them? That's the best way to make a steak. <laughs> First, could I mention the list real quick? That's our relative. I'm bougie sometimes. Sometimes I want to eat wi So there's a, a long range, so we do whatever on that side. Uh, the oysters, I might eat two oysters. I don't eat seafood, right? <laughs> that shit's funny. 40, <laughs> 48 of them? Was going, that's insane. <laughs> That's insane. It's but so I, good. I, think I just can't I, stop. It was an all you can eat type of night, I think I read that. Um ah, you gotta know your personnel, baby. Like, I ain't, I don't think I'm ever going out with anybody that's gonna sit up and eat 48 <laughs> oysters, dog. Just because like I'm not you, might you gotta well. kinda know, you can sense that. Like
0: she might as well fart at the table.
1: You can sense if you're gonna that. If you going to eat
0: 48 though. oysters, you can sense like, that. What is a lot of
1: oysters, first of all? Because I might only eat two just to taste. If I
0: invited you for drinks and you order
1: 12 of them, you being presumptive at
0: least, you at least assuming that I came here for that. We came here,
2: girl, for vodka tonics. But then when the server came back again and again and again, the man should have said something at that point, been like, oh, you eating, eating. Yeah, so this is separate checks, right? I can see that, yeah. The communication of it. Oh, nah, you eating, that. eating, huh? Yeah, I get huh. that. B- uh, what's the girl, the <laughs> <laughs> So Rasputia, eating, eating. OK, well, we got separate checks then. So, I just, listen, man. You're supposed to be appreciative of a date, aren't you? I'm asking you out. City I girls, asked you out. City girls got us messed up, man. You're supposed to be appreciative of a date. You're going out for free. You're not paying. I'm not getting out of Cheesecake Factory. Where well, your ass getting outside the highway. <laughs> I don't understand that, man. That man run me hot. Or you know what? He should have rolled to a nice restaurant, got out the car as soon as she got out, locked the door with the little bleep bleep, and then walked around, unlocked it with the key, got in and left. For real, you should be appreciative of date. I think both sides should be, because, So why do men pay all the time? Why is it assumed that men I think, I think pay? It, I
0: think it's the structure. The, mm-hmm. the, the structure that was created initially. Yes. And that structure can change. We so are getting to a point. Roles. Now we are getting to a point, like, and I see these different stories where it's like these CEOs and these different women who live these lives and who are having to date men who from a financial standpoint or from an accomplishment standpoint aren't on the same level as them. And in those situations, the women that being the breadwinner, they are paying for the dates and doing these different things. And you know, they homegirls probably be like, girl, you know he work at Waffle House, but she 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 I love she, she, I, lo- I, I love him yeah. and and they be with him right mm-hmm. because we've been doing that a lot like you know it's a lot of us like you be athletes and they be like raggedy but they be good looking and sweet and you take them and you bring them up with you yeah so, so so women are now doing that the problem is this though I'm gonna say this I know we gotta close you know what I do not like like Ariana Grande just got divorced right mm-hmm. she got to pay her ex husband 1.2 million Actually. you ain't sing a note. Mary J. Blige had to pay her husband. Uh, no, Adele man. had to pay her husband. No. Bro, I don't believe Unless they tell you, unless you become a house husband, right, or some sort of stay-at-home dad, them women don't owe you no money. All I these see. people who was who they were when you met I them. I
2: see. You supported them through their career. But you didn't support you them. You did support them through their that career. Man, I'm speaking nothing from the for Adele. No, why, Ariana Grande was out there singing and touring he was at home, he was making sure the pool man came, he was making sure the lawn man came. She He's can't... making sure the the groceries are in the refrigerator. He's making sure the kids get to school on time. Oh. He is supporting life while she is performing and working the world. He sacrificed his life so she could go sing songs on stage.
1: And that's what you call a FTS.
2: Shooting in the gym. I'm it's both Flip ways RC. the script. Yep. He was helping, supporting her at home while she was working on the road. I'm disgusted with both of you. No, That's no. what it is.
1: I don't, I don't agree is. with it.
2: I do I don't agree, agree with
1: it. I agree uh, with uh, it. It's, it's no, because it got to go both sticky... ways.
2: Because if if the woman gets alimony, if the rich man gives the woman alimony and child support and all that, the rich woman should give the man alimony, child support, and everything. It goes both what ways. What if the woman, the, he don't, the kids don't even go with him? Well, alimony still, I had... It was a certain life I held, R.C. If me and you got married and you left me, you put me in a certain house, and I need that same size house.
1: That 30%, baby. I'm disgusting. I'm and done. it's
2: another thing. It's called going I'm, Scottish, I'm done. where everybody pay for their
1: own food at the you gym. You done got him to cross his legs. I'm leaving.
2: You weren't with me shooting in the gym. You weren't with me <laughs> singing on the stage. Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach cap pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling <laughs> when I'm get me up.
0: Uh, Want miss you get me up. Uh, Knowing me, I got the key uh, Only vision I can trust uh, Trust uh, Limitless Niggas send me confident in it I father here to witness it Got my people feeling militant uh, Way I'm finna get me up uh.